We are geek-centric, and you can be too. What's up, geeks, and welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast. My name is Kevin, and in today's episode, we Taika look at the newest Star Wars director, we space out thinking about Tom Cruise's next movie, and we cast our opinions over some possible casting news. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly show covering the world of film, television, gaming, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geek-Centric. Joining me on the show, we have the gem of a gentle giant, J-Law. What's up, geeks? And we have the knockout of a knowledgeable knight, Nate. Oh, wow, Kevin. Why are these, these are not usually this nice. I gotta start being more nice to you guys. Well, and if you did notice, I uh, might have made a grammatical error there uh, in that those words didn't start with a J or an N. Oh, no, I didn't pick up on that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps we all need to go back to school. And that's exactly what we'll be doing on today's episode for our latest round of Fake or Real, What's the Deal? But before I give away too many details on the game, why don't we move right into Whatcha? Uh, So tell me, guys, what you been up to? Justin, what you been up to, bro? What have I been watching? I've been watching a lot of, like, I'm in this, like, big kick for, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. BTS. So... Yeah, so I watched uh, the first episode of uh, The Gallery, which is the new series about uh, behind the scenes on The Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. um, which was great, which was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Half an hour uh, was, you know, they're going to be rolling out with uh, these episodes, I guess, weekly, I think it is. Yeah, Um, I think they're doing them weekly. I think there's eight of them in total. Okay, but so there's just one episode up so far? Yeah, and it's titled Directing, so it's all about the directors, and it was really, really Oh, so it's uh, really not cool. necessarily uh, breaking down each episode, it's breaking down the different elements. Exactly. Okay, cool. I think that's yeah. how they're going to do it. Like, with the first one being Directing, I, I'm sure the next, you know, we're going to see one called, like, The Cast or something, maybe another one yep. called Sound or Lighting. I just, honestly, dude, I want to see more of how they use that video wall, because that thing... <laughs> looks incredible they have like a dual video wall yeah i I think it's gonna they're probably gonna do a whole like the whole reason that they did this is so that they can do like a whole behind the scenes about how they achieved the visual effects that they did yeah creating a star wars cinematic universe on television without having to necessarily go super high in scope with like a lot of on location shooting um but with some really really interesting stuff in the round table discussion so i would encourage you guys to check it out did you notice justin though that they they focused a little bit more on uh, Deborah Chow and Taika? No, they focused more on, on uh, Dave Filoni. Filoni had the largest segment yeah. at the beginning. I just feel yeah. like but out of Deborah all the Chow, additional directors. For sure. You know? Sure. Yeah, Deborah Chow and uh, and um, Taika Waititi got a little, you know, got their nice chunky segments. But I think I think that there was a lot of like a big chunk of that. Like the first 10 or 12 minutes is all about Dave Filoni. I love the, the story that he tells. Yeah, the story of how he met George. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's definitely so worth great. checking out. Gotta check it out. But um, one thing that was really interesting, too, was uh, remember how we all criticized uh, Bryce Dallas Howard for her episode? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. She, you know, George, uh, John Favreau actually called out the fact that, you know, they gave her the most difficult episode because it had to have, like, emotional resonance, but it also had to have, like, 
an action scene in it, like an action sequence of things that needed to like kind of establish, you know, uh, more of a larger scope of action. So they, she had a lot on her plate. Um, and she said too, that, you know, the, the things that she's looking for in the things that she films are moments. And she, that's what she kind of approached with. And I think some of the more personal one-on-one moments in that episode stand out far more than as we discussed previously, the action, uh, from that episode. Um, so really good. I definitely worth checking out. Um, I also as continuing the theme of behind the scenes, uh, prop culture, I finished all of that. It fantastic. Kevin, have you, have you checked it no, out? That, that's another it? Disney plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, all they've the rolled out a few out. recently over the last couple of weeks, a few like new series, um, yeah. that I, I definitely need to check out. Yeah. A hundred percent. You need to check this one out. It's fantastic. Uh, eight episodes, all half hour. Uh, they're all out. Um, finished it all it was it was a pretty easy a pretty easy watch yeah, it's an uh, easy it's four hours so enjo- eh? yeah it's it's just so enjoyable though right like you know like for me I, I wasn't big into mary poppins but the first episode is mary poppins and still some really interesting things about like how some of those artifacts got uh you know where they're placed and you know how some of them are lost and you know tracking some of them down and that's basically the structure of of the show is him kind of sharing that when he went to the actors and he uh he like you know seeing each of them sort of break down you know coming into contact with one of these things from their past it's just it's really cool as collectors you know we collect things that are mass produced but even even the things that we collect some of them you know are pretty limited and and those items tend to have the best stories and so yeah. you know it's cool to see how how people can connect with physical objects in the world and how it's it's not so much about the object as it is the it's it's their connection to it and and, and the, and the meaning behind it or yeah exactly for sure. yeah yeah the memory the memory that's associated with it. a lot of that's explored but man they he has like so much money and he is so connected with people within like different archival like museums and he's able to track things down like it's crazy like, who is this guy uh, dan lan lanigan so dan lanigan uh is is the host of this show and he is literally like the artifacts expert like it's crazy to see them like wearing white gloves yeah. and like handling like the only sculpt of like uh, jack skeleton right like you know or you know going to see like uh, a miniature of the pirates of the caribbean boat for, uh, that was used in the first film right like you know just some really cool stuff and like him trying to acquire some of the stuff like he's probably gotten a few and then sold them right so i also love how when he um whenever he is with people and they're handling like some of the things that he's brought them you see him like they cut away from it pretty quickly but you see him like oh, oh no like like hold like his hands underneath <laughs> to make sure they don't break it or something it's like he's uh he's you know he's a true collector it's awesome yeah and then the last thing kev i finished uh, uncharted i started friday and i finished it yesterday the first game oh nice uh, of uncharted nice yeah uh weird man i was not anticipating some of those like zombie like haunted like I, I have it a seems feeling it's a recurring theme. I'll be talking about uh, the second game when I in my watcha. Okay. So it's okay, uh, cool. yeah, it seems to, oh. to be something of that series, I guess. Uh, the okay, almost cool. supernatural, um, you know. Yeah, I wasn't anticipating that because I don't think, at least from my recollection, four didn't have any of that. So unless unless I just totally gap on four right now, but like I'm pretty sure it didn't have it. So it, that was my uh, least favorite part of the game was the the inclusion of the zombies and it didn't make sense and they didn't really justify it even when you found out what it was it was like it was just like they needed you to shoot at something other than guys with guns for a few levels right yeah yeah i i don't i don't know i was it was and i was surprised at how short the story was like it, it felt very short 
Well, I kind of like that. It was nice and concise, yeah. and you basically just move from one set piece to the next. Like you just you go through that whole story, right? It's not like it's like one day weeks later one or day. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I yeah, thought that yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So that's that's about it. That's all I've been watching. Nice, uh, Nate. How about yourself? Whatcha? Uh, I finished uh, Ozark season three, and oh my gosh! Like no spoilers, obviously, but my heart stopped. Literally, the last second of that. Of that season is if you did insane. not see that coming though, bro, then Dude, come on. I la, didn't. La, 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 la. No. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Again, we don't want to spoil anything, but like, oh my gosh! After watching that show and getting to where it gets, it's like the the lead up was a lot better than yeah. the actual like payoff. Yeah. Right. So, and I, I feel like there's a lot of like outsiders did that this year for yeah. me. Like the the lead up to the end was a lot better than the actual end. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes that almost works. You know, it's the journey, not the destination. Right. Sure. I think the the big thing to keep in mind, though, right, is like, I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's the same with Outsider, but at least with Ozark, you know, we're going to get more, you know. So I, I think I wasn't, you know, because I also watched, uh, that was my other watch as is Westworld, um, finished that season three as well. And um, yeah, I, I think it's the cool thing with both of those finales, again, not spoiling anything is they just do such a good job at making sure that they're opening up the next season. But it does, I think it's it's super cool how both of those uh, endings are going to open up. I'm just so excited to see where they take it. It's going to be really cool. I was more interested in the post credit scenes than I was at the actual ending. Oh, dude. I'll just say that. Dude. The post credit scenes did more for me as a conclusion to the season three than the actual episode did. Kevin, right? Because you- I think a lot of the episode gets... Which it's which show is that on? Just yeah. uh, Westworld. 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 Sorry, yeah. Kevin. You gotta. You gotta. When you catch up and watch all of Westworld, please, uh, so we can we can spoiler talk it. <laughs> I would love yeah, for to. sure, for sure. Um, and then yeah, prop culture as well for me. Uh, it's filling a giant world according to Jeff Goldblum sized hole in my heart, dude. After ten minutes of watching that show, Disney needs to have their own museum. Like, do they, do they not have? A museum with all that stuff like they should have that even if they had a separate section at Disney World or Disneyland or any of the the, the theme parks like even if they had a separate spot that I had to pay for dude you could I would you could easily that. open up a standalone location just dedicated to that sort of thing and, and people would be all over it and I they think. could they could bring stuff in and then they could say the, oh that's gone away to the vault for this month so you know and that that'll drive people oh, like I have to go in January because they've got this and yeah you know. yeah no that's brilliant yeah Dude, Rick and Morty, they're back. They're back, yeah. They're back. Did you guys get a chance to watch the episode? I still don't know what happened. Oh, I don't my know gosh. if I got it yet. I think I, no? I think that requires a, a second watch. It definitely does. I think I actually. Well, I watched. I watched it like one and a half times. I didn't finish it the second time, but um, it's dude worth the wait. I can say that at least. And um, the fact that they even managed to get a coronavirus joke, like a sting. It's not a spoiler because it, it's just a one-off line that they say at the end. But the fact that they were able to sneak that in there, like, do you think they would have re-recorded that uh, or like or gone I, in afterwards and recorded that? I mean, you can. They probably had uh, Royland do it from his house, if anything, right? Like, yeah. Just record this line for us, and we'll put it on over some footage that said something else. You know, dude. Like, way to be topical. Like, you know, that's excellent. It was so good. It reminded me of some of the best aspects of uh you know of when south park would do that if all the episodes are are this meta and crazy like all of rick and morty then i think we're in for a pretty good second half of the season 
Um, and then also on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash NatePlaysGames, um, I started playing The Last of Us again. Uh, so I'm going to be going through the entire campaign of The Last of Us. Episode 1 is already up on my channel, so if you want to check that out. And then we're going to be doing that every Tuesday until The Last of Us 2 comes out. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Last of Us 2 comes out next month, so I'm stoked. Kevin, I've got one more thing. No, I'm just kidding. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I swear. <laughs> what ya, bro? What ya? What you been up to? Um, well, um, just to go off of what Justin was talking about with uh, getting into Uncharted, I uh, played and finished Uncharted Two. Uh, finished it in about twenty-seven hours. Not that it took me twenty-seven hours, but I started it and within twenty-seven hours, uh, oh, wow. which included staying up all night until nine thirty in the morning. Um, oh, that's awesome! I was hooked, man. It was so good. Yeah. The, the small see- the small fixes they make to yeah. all of the gameplay um the story is a bit better mm-hmm. uh like I enjoyed the adventure more it was awesome and now apparently it's the best in the series so that's kind of like oh and I'm already done it um because I, I I've heard that three might be the weakest of the four I would argue um, that I would argue that three is the weakest but I would argue that that f- I think four is the best in the series. See, I've me. heard that too. Is that yeah. four and two, like four improves upon where two does, but two yep. is still better than four. So I, at least I have four to look forward to, even if three isn't uh, the most enjoyable experience. I'll certainly be playing it because, uh, yeah, Uncharted 2 was sick. That was awesome. Oh, that was the cool. most fun I've I'm had excited. playing a video game in a while. So that was awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Um, and so I had to balance playing that with watching Lost, because uh, as I mentioned last week, I was joining a friend this week on uh, his podcast, Up Next, uh, to talk about Lost. And so I'm about halfway through season three now. Um, and so in the first episode, we spent about two hours breaking down the uh, the two pilot episodes, um, just discussing, you know, it, it, man... That is the greatest pilot episode of a TV show in the history of television. Dude. It is so darn good. Just Dude. watching it for the first time in over 10 years and just going, damn, this still holds up. Like, it's wow. so good. Wow. I remember, I remember, um, I had, like, I literally remember the moment that I was, that I watched that pilot episode because I thought it was a movie and, um, we had some like relatives over, but like for some reason, like I didn't want to talk to them I don't think I was like mad at them I was just kind of you know I was that age and I was kind of just doing my own thing and I'm sitting for some reason not in my room or in like where we would normally watch TV but in like the guest bedroom and (laughs) I've got the TV on and I'm just flipping through the channels and I just see the eye I just see Jack's eye open which is the very first moment which I like flipped to right at that moment which was awesome and then I literally just remember thinking like what movie is this like I was like trying to figure it out as I was watching like what movie is this and it was a show, and I was and that, dude. And that's the thing that the, the quality of it it still holds holds up after you know it's, I think it's been sixteen years. Yeah, uh, and it does look and feel like a movie. You know, so it was uh, it's so so good. It's it was unbelievable. So that made it really easy to just go. Okay, let's go. I'm watching every episode here. So again, I'm about halfway through season three. Oh and wow! Seasons two and three are kind of the peak of the show for me because it's. Mm. You know, more most about the island and the the Dharma stuff and everything, which is my favorite element. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just right in the thick of it. Watched about uh, eight episodes today while I was working and everything. So although it's very hard to work and watch that show, it's not like throwing on can't. some no. sitcom. You know what I mean? So <laughs> no, yeah. fortunately, I'm not as busy as you know I could be, and that I'm able to take a lot of breaks and really, really watch. So yeah, uh, but that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then finally, I. Uh, 
dove into the documentary uh, The Last Dance on Netflix about uh, Michael Jordan and the Everyone's Bulls and everything like this. that. Yeah. It is so good. It is so good. I am not a basketball guy. Uh, as much as I appreciate Michael Jordan and his career, I'm not a huge, you know, I've never been a huge fan of his, but what a story. Uh, it really is one of the most epic sports real life sports stories you can sort of take a look at and so that's been excellent i was disappointed that it's not all up i got about uh so now i have to wait till next week till the next episode goes up so oh they're doing it episodically i thought it was yeah just one thing. and i had no idea so i was wow. watching 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 and all i took a little break from lost i was like you know what i'm gonna refresh be- between season two and three here yeah. and uh you know i go and sit down to watch it and i'm like all right next episode and i think it finishes on season uh, episode seven or eight and then it's like you know, goes to that screen when a show's over on Netflix, and I'm like, no! <laughs> so so that'll be fun to watch over the next couple weeks, um, along with the uh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring do- uh, sh- series that I'm watching still. So, yeah, I got a few things on the go now. So it's almost like the struggle is trying to find the balance between video games and TV shows and this and that, and you know, so. But that's now always you know, kind of the- Now you know my life. <laughs> right? There we go. Exactly. The hardships exactly. that I face. <laughs> Oh, the hardships. Yeah, you you live yeah. a rough life. Bob. Yeah, it's so tough. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. I guess uh, that wraps up Watcha. Um, but before we move into the news, we did get a write-in from a fan, and uh, uh, it's very pertinent to last week, so I thought we'd take a quick look at that. Yeah. Uh, of course, last week we discussed uh, our experiences with video games and video game consoles. Uh, that included all of us having somewhat similar experiences in, in inquiring the... Uh, PS2 around the holiday season of 2000. Uh, it turns out one of our listeners had an experience in acquiring a coveted console uh, themselves that they wanted to share with us. Uh, cool. So this comes from Mitch George. Uh, Mitch writes, Good day. Your stories about acquiring your PS2s while grocery shopping, which is so weird right now, got me thinking about my console purchase story. Uh, my PS2 story is rather tame. But finding a Wii on launch day turned out to be a Herculean task. Oh, yeah. My dad and I were camped out at Best Buy at 5.30 a.m. on November 19th, 2006. He remembers the date and the time. (laughs) Uh, uh, We were 62nd in line. They had 60 consoles. My mom decided she'd run out in case we couldn't get a Wii at Best Buy. Uh, She went to Zeller's. Yes, that Zeller's. Around 8 a.m., 11th in queue, 10 consoles. Uh, She pleaded with the folks ahead of her that she really wanted this as a Christmas present for her son. The person ahead of her in queue was planning on reselling the console, so he let her take her spot uh, in line. Uh, Did he know her son was a teenager and not a child? No. (laughs) Uh, Would that have made a difference? Probably. Did I care? Absolutely not. Uh, Fast forward to me sinking hours into Twilight Princess on launch day. Take care, fellas. Uh, so again, that's from Mitch George uh, and his podcast, Press YYZ, a video game uh, podcast, is available wherever you uh, take a listen to your podcasts, guys. So go check out the show if you want to hear more about video games and uh, hear Mitch's take on the video game world. Uh, but so thank you so much, Mitch. That was awesome. Yeah, thank and you. Uh, that's awesome. You know, it's, yeah. it's, you know one of, just one of those, everybody's got a console story, it seems, you know? Yeah. That's yeah, super cool. Yeah, I remember the Wii being just... Just insane to to try and get. I mean, that's the thing with Nintendo. It's it, that's a Nintendo thing, you know. Like anything Nintendo, yeah, yeah. If you it's want limited, it, it's always yeah. a line. Yeah. You got to be on it. So, I mean, I, I definitely remember uh, trying to get Wii for one of my brothers, and it was they kept 
releasing small batches leading up to Christmas. Yeah. It wasn't the launch day that we would have got it, but it, and then it was. I hear there's some at you know Walmart and Newmarket. You know, so we drove up there and were, were able to actually get one, the last one that they had in the case. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. It's always it's always exciting when you can get your hands on it and disappointing as hell when you can't. Um, but again, uh, guys, if you have any stories or questions or comments relating to either this podcast, a, f- a previous podcast or anything you want to talk about, please feel free to drop us a line. Just where can they do that? Oh, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That is wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Beautiful. And uh, on that note, I think we should move into the news. It's all about the details. Uh, Alrighty. Uh, So as we all know, this uh, last Monday marked May the 4th, the annual celebration of all things Star Wars. Uh, And to mark the occasion, it was officially announced that Taika Waititi would be directing a new Star Wars film. Uh, This is from StarWars.com itself. Uh, Academy Award winner Taika Waititi, who recently won Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit and directed the widely acclaimed first season finale episode of The Mandalorian on Disney+, Mm -hmm. will direct and co-write a new Star Wars feature film for theatrical release. Joining Waititi on the screenplay will be Academy Award nominee Christy Wilson Cairns, uh, who received a BAFTA Award for Outstanding British Film of the Year on the three-time Oscar-winning film 1917. Uh, so guys, what do we think of this? Perhaps not so surprising announcement, but still delightful nonetheless. Because there were delightful. there were rumblings of this, right? Yeah. And we knew he'd definitely be doing something after his heavy involvement, you know, with aspects of The Mandalorian. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's there's two things. You know, he he went on the record what he posted on on May the 4th. He was just like, I guess it's not just a rumor anymore, right? Like, <laughs> he, he knew yeah. that, like, it was in talks. Um, but, you know, Nate points out, you know, in the gallery, they do kind of do this little feature on him, as, as they do with all the directors. But on his, in his, you know, there's a lot of commentary on his ability to uh, inject humor in something that is so obviously star wars mm-hmm. and it just it doesn't feel out of place so it's like almost like a very nice subtle hint at the sort of with this upcoming star wars is how he's going to balance the two and you know the universe could benefit from I it i mean if we get anything like uh like thor ragnarok in star wars Whew. like you know what i mean like just different but, different characters have a bit of that comedy maybe not that much comedy but a little bit um no. because i i i think like his style and like that that his his episodes or his episode of of uh, the Mandalorian, I honestly think was the best one. Um, it is interesting though to hear about Christy Wilson Cairns uh, being involved with the writing, yeah. um, which makes yeah. me leads me to believe that maybe Disney is looking for her to provide the wars part of the, <laughs> of the uh, of this movie, um, sure. and then and then rely on Taika to maybe bring in that oh, because she because she was part of a wars well, a war movie. You know, if you win an award for a war movie, and I'm looking at people to co-write a Star Wars movie, yeah, she's going to bring some of that to the table. Well, yeah, and maybe yeah, the pretty- idea is Taika brings you know that heart and the and the comedy humor mm-hmm. side of it, and she and brings the, the more serious. Yep. And you know, and and they they want a sort sure. of a blend of those those two yeah. aspects. So yeah, I I think you know again he he says it so well when he he says like with Thor Ragnarok 
there was a certain kind of level of comedy he was able to bring. It's obviously not the same when you enter a Star Wars universe, but there's still a place for it, right? So it's like, it's really understanding both. I think what's going to be so fresh is that about his, at least his depiction of the universe is that dynamic that we'll have yeah. in it, right? Is is how that humor is going to be layered into an, uh, something that we're already so familiar. My only thing is right now there's so much of like who's on pr- projects, just nothing about what these projects are. Mm. I get that they're in early stages, but let's 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 count it because I was thinking about it. You got Kevin Feige, uh, you know, who's announced that he's going to be doing a Star Wars project, mm-hmm. right? You now have Taika. You have the the girl from Russian Dolls. We know that there's an Obi Wan series coming. That's mm-hmm. that's about it. Well, there's a Boba Fett film that was supposed to happen. Oh yeah, but J- James John, James um, Mangold. James. Oh, that's Mangold. Yeah, oh, James really? Mangold was supposed. To, yeah, he was supposed to do a Boba Fett film that got canceled. That's though, not right? what. That's not who I read was supposed to be doing. That. No, I thought it was um, Josh Trank. Yes. yes, that was a long. That and, was a long and time. He ago, left though. the project himself. Kathleen Kennedy was the one who announced that there was they were parting ways. So it was always hinted at because of how he handled Fantastic Four yeah. and his behavior on set that he was let go from that project. Mm. But yeah, no, the Boba Fett one has been dead in the water, yeah. right? Ever since all the movie stuff didn't release. But so unless like, there's all these this, projects. Unless perhaps Taika's is the Boba Fett project. Well, and that's what I was actually going to say is that I'm wondering if if because of the fact of his connection with the Mandalorian. Um, being involved in that and also being talking with Dave Filoni, you know, about how, because Dave Filoni directed that episode of the Boba Fett, the the potential Boba Fett reveal. Um, I'm sure, you know, again, it's all possible that that there's all these different cogs moving behind the scene. I just want to know. I just want to know. What is it? What is (laughs) it that they're working on? I don't think, I don't know. I think they keep Boba Fett to the Disney Plus. I think they keep him in the streaming series. But I I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. I, I don't think... I think Taika Waititi is such a beloved name that he can, I think he'll be able to get away with more than some of these other directors that have been, you know, Kathleen Kennedy'd out, <laughs> so to speak. Oh, no. I, I think, though, that he also comes with a, uh, like a, a sort of a background where it's Kathleen Kennedy. She'll be like, we trust him. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think some of the yeah. other directors the that man they had is brought an on previously. Winner. Back off, yeah, exactly. Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stand down, Kathleen. Yeah. But, um, but at least with like, you know, with uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, um, you know, with with Josh Trank, these are young directors that they're bringing on to these projects. And it's very likely they haven't really experienced full fledged studio productions. Right. Mm. Um, and, and the fact that Josh Trank did did uh, Fantastic Four, which was a big budget film, and it just fell apart. Yeah. Um, and his behavior on set. It's just, you know, it is what it is. So I think the only thing that I'm upset about with this story um really upset is that i would have been in the room uh with taika hanging out you know mm-hmm. a, a, when they announced this at uh, star wars celebration if this was yeah, not I going wonder, down if, yeah if, i wonder if you they know? would have saved mm-hmm. it for that a hundred percent hundred percent but i might th- i wonder if though they were going to save what they're saving for august is where they will announce more details on what it is it's like literally yeah. a teaser this was a teaser for those who are going to celebration yeah. to be that much more stoked about what potentially could go down at that convention right because if i was going right now and i heard that and and you know this wasn't you know corona time yeah then i would be stoked that potentially Taika Waititi's you know details about what he's working on or what he's doing right yeah or right and what about Ryan Johnson what is going on with what he's working he, on? He, like I, he left that I believe no it's still going on it's still in it's still in like a pre-production he's writing so uh, it's like I, I thought they canned that I don't know I I heard no, that they're waiting for the actor that portrayed Broomboy just to get a little bit older 
Ah, nice. uh, before they <laughs> continue with production. Yeah, very there good. Go. You know, uh, as a big Taika fan, um, I, 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 my favorite Star Wars movies do have humor in them. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why the prequel trilogy and Episode Eight aren't near the top of my list, and then even four, uh, you know, is low down compared to say five, six, seven, and nine. And I think my some of my favorite elements are from the the the, the four of my favorites are is the humor. So. Taika, Taika's the man. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. But uh, yeah. why don't we, uh, for our next piece of news, we'll stay in space, but we'll head back to our own galaxy. <laughs> um, this is from Niraj Chand at MovieWeb.com. Recently, a rumor broke out on the internet that action superstar Tom Cruise was working with tech entrepreneur Elon Musk to make an action-adventure movie set in space using Musk's SpaceX company. Now, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine has confirmed via Twitter that America's National Space Agency will also be a part of the movie. Uh, The tweet reads, NASA is excited to work with at Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. We need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans a reality. Niraj continues... Uh, if the project does come to fruition, it will be setting all kinds of records in terms of filmmaking, the most important obviously being the first movie to actually be shot in space. Uh, what do we make of this news? Uh, you know, does it? Do we think it uh, definitely gets launched into orbit or what? Do we think it's happening? I obviously am not keeping up with the whole NASA and people going to space thing. I'm not talking about well, astronauts. This is why this is why they're making this movie for sure. So that more so people don't just end up staying at home watching Netflix and playing video <laughs> games, but want to build a future, right? Because the reality is, as just a quick side note here, there was a survey done in America versus over Europe and East Asia, right? And in East Asia and, and Europe, there's there's aspirations from kids that want to be. Uh, doctors, astronauts. In the United States, they want to be influencers, Twitch streamers, gamers. <laughs> if that's the direction we're going and, and Hollywood wants to you know, start putting out more films that are inspiring kids to, to go to the stars, obviously that used to be a, a really big thing um, and yeah. has gone away. So that's cool. But, mm-hmm. but can Tom Cruise go to space? Like, can he him. physically... They'll train him. Yeah. They'll have to train him. What I think yeah. isn't Elon Musk's part of his thing about bringing civilians to space anyways isn't that right. sort of the thing is making that sort of you know accessible you know yeah so i mean if this is a way to do it both through promoting the idea and encouraging people to make it a reality then you know maybe that's you, it's you got to imagine the crew is going to be pretty small on this film right like in terms yeah. of the amount of people that they're going to have to have involved because like you're not going to train the catering people to come to space like yeah they're going to need they're going to need you know uh, very well, everybody's specific... eating space food at that point right you're eating <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know right. dehydrated yeah rice cream and stuff whatever <laughs> but yeah. i wonder if james cameron who's directing it is is there any director attached i to don't it, know or? if i saw a director attached to it anywhere okay i'm wondering if james, james cameron's cameron. too busy like a... with avatar man <laughs> i know he's got like he's, seven he... of those to make simultaneously doesn't he <laughs> He's finding a way to yeah, bring exactly. space to Earth. <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Oh, man. That's crazy, though. I think we're in the very, very, very early stages of it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's certainly mm-hmm. a cool idea. And leave it to Tom Cruise to be like, okay, I have literally done everything you can do in an action movie except actually fly in space. Let's go. <laughs> you know? and, well, with yeah, him yeah. doing all his own stunts, it's perfect. That's what I mean, right? You know, How I, old is Tom Cruise? Oh, he's 60. He's 60? I would say at least 60. Yeah, I think okay, so. Is Nate searching? 
I, I am. I'm just trying to see. He is 57. Yeah, 57 years old. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, by so the time, by the time we can comfortably send actors into space, like is is this going to be an old man Tom Cruise situation or? Is he ever going to become an old man, though? <laughs> That's true. Or yeah, maybe, maybe true. when he travels through space, it just de-ages him even more. <laughs> yeah, Scientology. <laughs> Let's keep it him young. There we go. Jeez, <laughs> then I've got to get on that. <laughs> no, I, I think it's uh, it'll be interesting if they... I think this is obviously a huge marketing thing for a variety of different people, for NASA, for Elon yeah. Musk, for obviously Hollywood in general, just, you know, the idea of wanting to tell a story in space. Um cool concept it'll be interesting to see as more details uh, unfold how they'll do it and it, what the level of crew training like the behind the scenes on that are going to be it'll insane be, like, how be... do you how do you dp that how do you how do you be a director of photography on that are you are you on earth and someone else is operating the camera <laughs> up robots. there and you're like or do you just go and you use like gopros like things that are accessible yeah like do they go so and install a hundred cameras around the space station do they use wow. existing that, equipment that's there that, to film it and that, it gives it that real feel who knows yeah, maybe it's like it is. That's the whole point of it. It's supposed to feel like very surveillance, very raw, and but it's just you know it's Tom Dude, Cruise in Blair space. Witch in space, starring Tom Cruise. Let's go. Um, but yeah, okay. Why don't we keep on the uh, the trend of rumors? Um, uh, a slew of casting news was announced over the last few days and week, um, which includes but is not limited to. Uh, Nick Cage starring as Joe Exotic in a TV oh. series based on the Tiger King docuseries. Uh, the reboot of Pirates of the Caribbean will feature a female lead. What? Uh, with Disney wanting Karen Gillan. Um, she's the leading candidate, apparently. Uh, and then finally, um, uh, Borderlands adaptation being ad- adapted by Eli Roth is eyeing Kate Blanchett to play one of the lead characters, Lilith. Um, of those three pieces of information, do any like stand out as as the most newsworthy, or do they excite us? Dude, I'm I am I'm not excited about Nick Cage as as Joe Exotic. I think that's cool. I'm so excited about this Karen Gillan Pirates reboot. That sounds super cool. She's awesome. You know, like she's fantastic in the in 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 Avengers and dude. That's she's that's great so in, perfect. Uh, she's a lot of fun in Jumanji. Jumanji, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I think and that she's could be got a lot the, of... she she got the comedy chops to be able to pull that off as well. And I think she's yeah. so different from Johnny Depp yes. that the comparisons aren't going to be made. It's like talking exactly. about exactly like talking about a PS4 and a, a Wii. You know, I think that's <laughs> the best part of that news is that they want to. It seems like they want to go in a completely different direction with the reboot, right? So I think yeah, that's well, the exactly. safest. Very safe. No matter who you cast as a as a man. If 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 they're playing a character named Jack Sparrow, the comparisons will never end. If you've got a new mm-hmm. lead character, I think that's the smartest way for them mm-hmm. to go to sort of bring new life to the franchise. Yeah, and my only thing, like I recently finished all five of the pirates, and my thing is, is like there is a way for them to continue the pirate series. It's just you got to do it without Jack Sparrow, right? Yeah. You can you just got to do it with like the ships and like rip the bandaid off. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, just I think there's a way that they can still do it, but still have like a new main protagonist, right? Number five though was really good. It was like actually, it was way better than number four. Just as a side note, number there. five is much better than four. That's for sure. I don't four know. Was I trash. I stopped watching those movies after two. To be honest with you, well, you didn't even watch three. No, no, no. I watched them. I in my in my memory, I stopped. Mm. <laughs> 
I deleted them. <laughs> I was um, just going to say, because two ends on like a cliffhanger. You have to go see yeah, the third yeah, one. Yeah, to, it's a two-part story. No, I just, well, and I it's funny, that. too, when that movie came out, because there were, it was like a big thing. I think Matrix, the Matrix was, was in and around that time. So they did uh, Reloaded and Revolutions was like, you know, like they did those back to back. It was when it was when it was like efficient to like shoot like sequels together, like as right. one. Because I mean, yeah. to be fair, that's what James movies. Cameron's doing right now, right? Yeah, but look at what it's doing for him. <laughs> Seven movies. Oh, I don't know how many like, it is, but yeah. No, um, he, I think he's doing. I think he's doing three, and it's probably taken him seven years. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, and uh, just on the last piece here, Nate, did you ever play Borderlands as the video game expert? No, it's the honestly, it's one of those really popular series that I I just never I just never fell into, okay. and it's not because I I couldn't. I think I tried the first one and didn't didn't get anywhere What's with it. About? it but, it's a uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland with really weird-looking characters. It's very and, Mad Max esque. Yes, with, that's with a good robots. way to put it. Um, so and I mean, it's, that that directed by Eli Roth is interesting that's enough. Interesting, and mm-hmm. then you know to get a name like Kate Blanchett in in a video game movie, you know, would say something about you know the script, the, the quality of the yeah. script, right? She doesn't just yeah. do any movie. So it's true. Yeah. 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 yeah, that'll be cool. To, that'll be interesting to see her. So maybe we'll get uh, our first really good video game movie. Who knows? Maybe. I mean... Uh, but Street Fighter was great. No. Street Fighter was yeah. great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then Nick Cage. So is he playing... He's playing Joe Exotic. Is he also playing the Cage? The tigers are in. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> what do you guys think? I wanted I wanted so bad for them to go with uh, with Brad. And they, they went with Nicholas. Br- Brad who? Brad Pitt. No, yeah. Brad no not, way. No, Brad Pitt Dude. should have been one of the people that worked at the at the zoo. Uh, there was a tall guy with the no legs who okay. had no legs. Yeah, he would have been great. Uh, Brad Pitt would be perfect for that. Mm. Um, I think Billy Bob Thornton though should be uh, the guy, the crazy producer, the cracked out producer who was trying to like produce his reality show. Okay, Nick Cage isn't bad though. Nick Cage isn't bad. I think that's, that's I mean, that's it, good. it feels kind of like stunt casting. It feels kind of like, you know, let's get somebody crazy to play somebody crazy, even if they don't necessarily look alike or they're not even mm. the same kind of crazy. But, yeah. you know, if there's anybody to sort of, you know, bring that wacky sort of, if you come near me, I'll yeah, shoot you persona, maybe it, maybe it is Nick Cage. Absolutely right. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, you know Nick Cage for being so already out there and weird. So to have him play already another eccentric character, it would have been better to have pulled someone, not Brad Pitt. I don't think Brad Pitt would have been a good casting for it, but someone that is, like, known for doing good acting and then is is acting like Joe Exotic. You know what I mean? Is, like, is bringing that persona where it's, like, to your point, it does feel very stunted where it's, like, it's, like, already an eccentric person to play another eccentric person. I just see with Nicolas Cage, I just see them... They're gonna ham it up more, especially with yeah. um, with. But won't that take you out of it more? Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that. I wanted well, more of a. I wanted more of a serious look at this, dude. All I'm saying, Doc Antle, John Travolta. I agree with you. That'd right, be great. like a chubby a casting. John Travolta with white hair. <laughs> it would be yeah. so good. Actually, that's a that's great. Like because he has very striking features. Yes. Um. So I thought that was. And I, I think I think John Travolta could play if they did go that's the serious route. Yeah. He could play serious and scary. The, the only casting I'd have is the uh, the guy with the missing meth teeth, John Finley. <laughs> yeah. Batista, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Oh yeah. 
Batista. Eh? Dude, he so looks much. like Batista was... on math, man. He does. <laughs> like, jo- like, are you talking about like Dave Batista? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Uh, you know who I was thinking? I would have picked uh, Channing Tatum for for that guy, and uh, Adam Driver for the other one that ended up killing himself. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. But see, that's going like, that again. That's going so serious, right? Um, yeah, which depends, I think is though, what but... I would prefer than than what I think they're going to have out, especially with um, who? What's your name? Pl- who's playing um, Carol Baskin? You have to say it like that, by the way, Carol Baskin. Carol, Carol Baskin. Do they have somebody <laughs> cast for her so far? Yeah. Um, what's her name? Uh, Amanda Seyfried. No, that's who I wanted. Oh, for a yeah, younger, those for eyes a younger, perfect. Right those for a younger eyes, perfect. Um, no, it's uh, freaking Kate McKinnon. Oh, is that who they have playing? Is going to be yeah. Is going to be Carol Baskin. So like hearing about you know uh, having um, having him for for having Nicolas Cage for for Joe Exotic. Like I just think they're going to ham it up. It's going to be it's going to be a comedy docu series, dark comedy. I mean, well, see, but I let's think... let's also remember though, Nick Cage is a, a two time Academy Award nominee. He's won an Academy Award, so it's not Award, like he's yeah. incapable of of doing something no. serious, right? No, no, yeah, no. I I I totally agree with you, Kevin. He is capable, and knowing that Kate McKinnon also has now branched off into more dramatic roles while also interjecting comedy in in, in certain other roles, uh, it, it does it does kind of sound like now they might be going down. You know what I mean? It's just it, there's two sides that you can look at this type of film, right? Like it, it's super not serious like Nate was saying or it could go serious so it just it'll as they start casting more and as I guess like has there been a writer or director attached to it I don't think so not right? that like I it's know it's just of. been cast so I that even to have like some sort of I mean semblance my only question is with do we need this <laughs> the show no. already plays like fantasy yep. so yep. much that a fake mm-hmm. show about a real documentary I just don't understand <laughs> why yeah. Well, it's like they're jumping on the bandwagon after someone's already done it, right? And it's you know what I mean. And it was the real story. Yeah, know, I don't so. think I don't think we need it. I think there's no way the universe and Hollywood would ever not let it be a thing with the amount Fair. of money it made. You know. Fair. True. <laughs> very, very true. Well, uh, I guess we will have to uh, just wait and see in terms of the Tom Cruise news and some of these casting rumors. We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe they do Tiger um, King in space. Oh, there right? we go. That's there we the, go. That's how they twist it. Well, I mean, I you know I, Tom Cruise's Tiger King would be dope. <laughs> he plays <Okay>. the tiger. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin, go, go ahead. Um, well, I mean, these could either be fake or they could be real. Uh, yes. Speaking of, why don't we move into the topic of the show? <laughs> All right, for this week's edition of. Fake or real? What's the deal? We are heading to the classroom. Uh, as you may remember, I recently did a rewatch of the television show Community on Netflix. Oh, no. Um, yeah. In this show, all of the episodes are given names reminiscent of college courses. So, for this challenge, I thought I would see if you could determine uh. whether the courses I name are episodes of Community or actual college courses that are offered offered somewhere in the world. Uh, in no America, way. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm very curious to see how you'll do here, because uh, there's some interesting ones on both sides of the uh, equation, if you will. I wow. barely even went to college. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, so did I. You spent your time in college watching Community about <laughs> yeah. college, and then yeah. didn't go to college, and then left college, and also in turn left Community because you stopped watching it, right? <laughs> Whoa. You're like, this I don't is know if I can wrap my head around like. what you just said. 
Yeah, you, did you just describe a Rick and Morty episode? No, I just described a community episode. Like, that would have been yeah, a meta, that's very meta, meta episode of community. <laughs> yeah, community. That's, sure. that's true. All right, so there will be 20 questions. And just to clarify, uh, your answer is either going to be real, which means you think it's a real course offered at a college or university, or okay. fake, uh, which means you think it's an episode of the television show community. Okay? Awesome. Okay. Good. All righty. Yep. Let's start with question the first. Alternative history of the German invasion. Oh, alternative history of the German invasion. Um, I'm going with fake. It it almost seems too realistic to not be an episode. So I think it's an episode. I think you're trying to trick us. So I'm going with fake as well. You guys both said fake. All righty. Uh, the joy of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to imagine like actual, you know. Oh, what are you? What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm attending this course. Yeah, like if it's a real course, course like homework, you, right? No, yeah. Like, is it a, is it a course about recycling? Like, is it a, gar- a course about like how to like waste management properly? Ooh, that's a that's but a tough enjoy one. it. Oh man, I'm hmm. joy of garbage. I'm you gonna go fake again. I'm gonna go real. I'm gonna say that's a real thing. All right, we have our first uh, disparity in answers. That's good. That's good. Uh, Question three. The art of walking. The art of walking? The art of walking. Oh, man. Real. That's a real course. I took it. The art of walking? You took that course? (laughs) What what grade did you get? (laughs) A plus. Yeah, but they they gave you a pass because of your back, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with take it. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with real as well. All right. Question four: uh, the psychology of letting go. Oh, fake. Hundred percent. I almost remember that episode. I should I should also be very clear. I have not seen any of the episode lists at all ever because I've always watched it on cable TV community See, I I thought that you think that I, I would have a, an advantage because I, I did watch it all on, on Netflix um, but I would I would let it go from episode to episode so there was at no point in time did I really sit and like click on what episode I was watching I just sort of t- kept where even I'm if going you were going it. back yeah you were go I'm oh I was on uh, season four episode two not no exactly. particular yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right uh just what was your answer there uh mine was uh fake and that was mine as well fake sex rugs salt and coal <laughs> what is it again sex rugs salt and coal oh wow yeah that's fake i'm going with real on it i think it's too outrageous Question six: uh, Intermediate okay. documentary filmmaking. Is it a real? Are there course? any? Are there any boths in this, Kevin? <laughs> um, I wouldn't have gone into, um, like, see if something was actually offered. So I basically just went off of the IMD page listings of the episode names. Yeah. And a, a website I found that is a hundred college courses right. that are actually so it could offered. Be, it could be both. It could be both. Um, so the question is then instead of if it could be both, was there an episode of Community that was, yeah. you know... And I for that reason, I think it's uh, it's fake. I think there was an episode of Community called that. There's, what was it called again? There's so much love of, of film. And, what and was it called? 
in- intermediate documentary filmmaking. Yeah, that could easily be a, a, a Daniel Pudi, you know, focused episode. What was his character's name again? Abed. Abed, yeah. Or Abed, according to Pierce. <laughs> right. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with that. It's a real course. Okay. I said real. I'm gonna stick with it. Geography of g- global conflict. Once real. again, geography of global conflict. I'll go with real. On that. I'm gonna go with uh, fake on that one. I could see them doing like, um, like global conflict. Like a lot of those episodes, they were very much like the different classes of people going up against each other and things like that, right? So I could see them doing that. American Degenerates. Yeah, that's definitely a real one. I'm just going, I'm going opposites here. <laughs> yeah, I'll go for it. You know? Digital Exploration of Interior Design. Wow. Digital Exploration of Interior Design. Say it again. Digital Exploration. Digital Exploration of Interior Design. Yeah, it's a course. I'm going to go with, like course. I'm going to go with real as well. American like Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I would so take that course. Yeah, it's going to be great at it. Right? <laughs> it's a course, real. I'm going to say it is real. Okay, and I just want to uh, let you guys know um, mm-hmm. that... Not every episode of Community's titles are structured to just be like, like to sound like a course name. Um, okay. I mean, they 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 are and they aren't. So it's okay. not like it's not like an obvious thing where like if it doesn't sound like a course, it is. You know what I mean? Anyways, I don't know if that'll throw you off or help, but anyways, why don't we? Or is it showing? Is are are you looking at the answers and realizing that we're way off on all of our answers? No, not necessarily. At all. Not necessarily. Okay. It's it's going back and forth nicely so far. Okay, cool. All maple right. maple syrup, the real thing. Oh, maple syrup, the real thing. That would be such an incredible course if it was real, but it's not. It's an episode, it's so I'm going fake. Yeah. I'm going fake as well. Isn't there a character from Canada uh, in that show? There might be. Yeah, maybe. Competitive wine tasting. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> fake. That needs to be a real thing. It's not, but it needs to be. That would be so funny. <laughs> competitive like what would they even do would they be like judged on like how well they like like do that thing with their mouth where they leave it open for a few seconds to let it air <laughs> that is a profession wow yeah Dude, uh, was... if it needs if it's a sport i'm there we're, we're both on <laughs> we're both on fake correct mm-hmm. yep um knitting for noobs <laughs> these are all so good knitting for noobs number 13 Knitting for noobs. Real. I'm gonna go with real as well. Think about like I could see that being back when the word noobs was more popular. You know what I mean? Like it might not be something that would be it happening was, right it now. It was trendy to attract people, and yeah, back in the day when it was trendy to say noobs specifically. Um, even though I said it on last week's episode, but <laughs> <laughs> so what does that say about you? Yeah, uh, I'm an old gamer. Question 14. Accounting for lawyers. Fake. Fake. Yeah. 
That sounds like it's supposed to be a play on words. Okay, I would so just like to say you guys have had the same answer for the last, like, 12 questions, it feels like. Oh, no. Okay, uh, okay. we'll start switching it up. Uh, no, no. Uh, basic rocket science. Basic rocket science. That's a course. I'm going to say it's an episode. Fake. Exploring alien sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an episode for sure. Exploring, um, exploring alien sex. I'm gonna say it's real, dude. I'm gonna say that one's real. I think there's some freaky, you know, because well, hang on, where Kevin? Are we allowed to ask where are these courses? Are these worldwide? Are they in the U.S. Um, Europe? I don't, I don't, uh, from what I understand, they're all American, um, colleges. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that then. 17 conventions right. of conventions of space and time. Conventions of space and time is a real episode of community. Just, you said real, a real course. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think they go to a, a convention and it's all aliens. <laughs> uh, do they explore alien sex at this convention? Yeah, it's the same. It's, it's a, a two-part two episode. <laughs> uh, question 18. Those sexy Victorians. Those That's an episode. sexy Victorians is a real course, dude. Obviously. Seven, such conviction every time. I, dude, I feel like, like he's looking at an IMDb list or something, right, to know <laughs> either or. Um, question 19. Cooperative escapism in familial relations. Cooperative escapism in familial <laughs> relations. That's an episode. That sounds like a fun episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll agree with Justin on that. I think it's an episode. Okay. Uh, question 20. Cooperative history of organized crime. Oh, no. Real. I'm going real. Oh, I've literally, no. I've literally crapshoot this whole thing, guys. I'm gonna go with fake because I think that it's uh, that's a, a, a connecting episodes or something. <laughs> All righty, shall All we right. get into the oh. answers? <laughs> oh, I'm, Ooh, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous. I literally just rolled the dice. It was like A or B, A or B. I was playing the meta game. I was just trying to imagine like could. Was this something that I remembered from Community at all? And if it was, I went with episodes. So. Right. We'll have to all see. Right. No, I, I don't know if that was as hard as I thought it was going to be. So when I was kind of putting the list together, I was like, oh, man, this is actually like the Community episodes sound too real and the the, the college courses sound too fake. And so if they oh, figure good. it out, it'll just go the opposite. But we'll see. We'll see uh, how we actually did here. All right. Ooh. Okay. I kind of I kind of played a lot of those really weird ones as actual uh, courses, so I'm hoping I hope I, I did the right thing there. Uh, let us see. Uh, let's see. Let yeah. get... Shut up and let us let's find out. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's find out if you lose. Yeah. They first... Hey, you picked half. We have the same answers for like half of these. <laughs> yeah. So. so yeah, it'll be there'll be a few that uh, distinguish for the winner. Differentiate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The first uh, question was alternative history of the German invasion. You both said fake. You were both correct. Uh, this was an episode from season four, episode four. Woo! Nice. 
Uh, question two, the joy of garbage. Uh, Justin, you said fake. Nate, you said real. That is a real course offered at UC Berkeley. Yeah, it is. Wow. I believe it uh, studies, uh, I think when you were asking, I think it was you, Justin, who actually wondered if it was about like recycling, and I think it sort of is about that sort <laughs> of idea, if I remember correctly. He played himself. Yeah, kind of, right? Question three, the art of walking. Uh, you both said real. You were both correct. That yeah. is uh, offered at Center College, the art of walking. Uh, oh, it's, nice. It's one of several physical education courses I've seen that are very interesting in terms of what they're they seem to be teaching but uh oh interesting <laughs> yeah uh question <laughs> question four uh wait so you both got that one right uh question four the psychology of letting go the psychology of letting go uh you both said fake you were both right that's uh, an episode from season two episode three so, so yeah. far, so far, Nate's got me pegged here. He's got me figured out. Um, hopefully, mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. throw him off. Uh, question five: We've got sex, rugs, salt, and coal. Uh, Justin, you said fake. Nate, you said real. Uh, it is a real course offered at yeah! uh, Andy's uh, college, uh, Cornell. I wonder if Andy Let's... took that when he was there. Andy, oh, the dude, office. Andy, Andy took that so hard <laughs> and failed <laughs> twice before finally passing. Yeah, absolutely. He just couldn't figure out the coal part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to question six, intermediate documentary filmmaking. This was kind of the trickiest one. I guess I probably should have included it because it is very much probably a real course. But this was uh, an episode from Community where I saw it. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So the score is 6-3. We're moving on to question seven, geography of global conflict. Uh, Justin, you said real. Nate, you said fake. That is an episode of Community, Season 3, Episode yeah! 2. I believe that's the episode where they do the Model UN. Um, right, see? Yeah. I remember these things. Yep. Um, <laughs> question 8, American Degenerates. Uh, Justin, you said fake. Nate, you said real. Yep. That is a real course. Of course it is. Uh, it's uh, it's offered at uh, Brown University. Oh, amazing. Uh, Dude, Americans, they know. They know that they can be degenerate sometimes. Not all of them. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's looking at an IMDb list. Question I'm nine. Not. <laughs> I swear. Digital exploration of interior design. Uh, you both said it was real. You were both incorrect. It's an episode, season three, episode 13. Um, so yeah, you, Nate finally got one wrong. Thank Ugh. God. Finally. <laughs> if, he, if he aced the quiz, I'd be kicking him out of my class for cheating. <laughs> uh, question 10 was American pro wrestling. Uh, you both said real. I can't believe this. I, this is a real course offered at MIT. That is just absolutely at insane. At MIT? Right? Dude, you got, you got maybe, you got to get to MIT. I, I yeah, could don't you imagine could, having an MIT degree? I don't think I could get into MIT, so... Kev, maybe you could teach it. Oh, there we go. I'd be better yeah. off teaching it. Sure. Um, think but, about the outfits you could wear every day to class. Right? Oh, yeah. This is an example of a singlet. <laughs> These are what they... <laughs> Dress like Andre the Giant. Exactly, one. yeah. Dress like... Dress like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the cor Who's the cornet? Uh, the guy with the tennis racket? 
Jim Cornette, uh, sure. Yeah. Jim Cornette, yeah. Uh, uh, Professor Hudson, uh, there's a puddle underneath you for some reason. Uh, you're just like sweating all down your whole body. Gross. But probably. Uh, let's move on to question 11. Maple syrup, the real thing. You both said fake. You were both wrong. This is a course offered at Alfred U where they study Ooh. literally the profession of maple syrup makers. So I don't wow. know. Wow. I, I didn't realize Wh- that, that that was such a prolific profession that they could actually offer a course. Where is that offered again? That's offered at uh, Alfred U. Wow. Okay. Alfred, Batman and, you know, his butler. Batman and syrup, sure. Uh, <laughs> question 12, competitive wine tasting. Uh, you guys both said fake. I thought this one might throw you off because that could certainly be a course. But it was a, it was an episode, season two, episode 20 from Community. Yeah, it was. So yep. you, you both got it right. Um, Nate's got a five-point lead here with uh, about eight questions to go. So let's see if Justin Woo! can pull it out. I don't know if there's Oof. even enough different answers that he can, but we'll see. Um, question 13, knitting for noobs. You both said real. Somehow you're both right, because this is a course offered at Tarleton State. Ooh, Tarleton. Tarleton. <laughs> Knitting for tarleton. noobs. That's that's for the old people who need to go back to uh, to university or something. I don't know. Or maybe they're teaching. They got to be teaching it. Yeah, and they just have a bunch of people like they're, there's kids just making TikToks while they're knitting. <laughs> uh, question fourteen: Accounting for lawyers. Oh, I thought this one might get you too, but uh, you both said fake. You were both correct. This is season two, episode two of Community. Yeah, because it sounds like wordplay, right? Like accounting for lawyers, like that you're you're accounting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got me figured yeah. out. Fine. Saw uh, right through it, bud. Question fifteen: <laughs> Basic rocket science. Uh, Justin, you said real. Nate, you said fake. Nate, you were correct. This is season two, episode four. You really spoiled the fun of this game here, Nate. What? By winning? <laughs> By being good at it? Come on. Question sixteen: Exploring alien sex. Justin, you said fake. Nate, you said real. Exploring alien sex is a course offered at the University of Rochester. Yeah! <laughs> what? <laughs> That's amazing. I don't even want to know. Oh, Apparently, wow. I, and the description was really just not um, believable <laughs> even then. Let me just see if yeah. I can find it here. Explore the weird, wild, and depraved aspects of sex between humans and monsters alike. Okie dokie. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to, I'm not going to rag on anyone's kinks or whatever, but like, wow. Question 17, conventions of space and time. Justin said real, Nate said fake. Once again, Nate got it right. Uh, and even pegged the episode, it's when they go to the Dr. Spacetime convention. Yes! Season four, See? episode three. Oh, man. So I must remember more of that show in the I guess you did. I didn't realize mind. you were a fan of the show to this point. I thought that's I why this would I didn't think I was work. either. <laughs> I've only question, seen like two or three seasons. Question 18. Those sexy Victorians. Nate said real, Justin said fake. If you attend the University of Mississippi, you can take a course called Those Sexy Victorians. Wow. I can't believe that's a course. (laughs) And the the name of it, too, right? But, like, you got to imagine, too, so many professors, at least I'd like to think so, are getting younger and younger. Like, like people that are writing these courses are getting younger and younger. So there's going to be some, like, 
like noobs and the word sexy brought into things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Try and make it seem more interesting than it probably is, right? Exactly. Okay, let's look at question 19. Cooperative escapism in familial relations. You both said fake. You were both right. This was season four, episode five. Woo! Uh, and then cooperative history of organized crime. Uh, Justin said real, Nate said fake. It was a real course offered at Williams College. Oh, um, nice. I was hoping the back-to-back -back of the cooperative blank and blank would really throw you off. Yeah, but, uh, it did. It did throw you off, Nate, so thank goodness. Alrighty, <laughs> well, that brings us to the end here where Nate got 17 out of 20 questions correct. Wow! Uh, Justin, you got nine. Uh, very good... Uh, effort there but yeah it's 17 somebody watched the show a little bit more than I he let say. on i think <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, that or maybe listen, it was we... a bit obvious the pattern i tried to i tried to pick courses and episodes I don't think, that uh, mm. yeah i don't think i don't think there's like there, the, there's nothing about the names that uh really kind of lean into either or right like right. they they are very very uh, yeah they, they sound could like be, they could, they be, could either be either or. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you did a great job. I think you did a great job finding some awesome courses. <laughs> I I need to watch more Community. Clearly, if I'm only getting nine out of twenty, you'd um, need to watch also... more Community just because it's phenomenal. <laughs> no, but, uh, um... I know, but I, I really would like to take some of these courses. Uh, like, that's some of these what, you courses? know, if, if if anything, this game shows you that there's a world of education out there that is that the, goes far the beyond. The one about garbage, you know, math, the one history, about garbage and sounds great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the art of the art of the joy of garbage and the art of walking. You know. Oh, that's, yes. That sounds like an easy semester if you have them both at the same time. <laughs> you, I'm just going to walk over to the recycling bin. You get an A-plus in both. Imagine if they started bringing these into, like, Harry Potter as well. Like Harry Potter Lit is a course offered at Ohio State. If you want to oh, appreciate wow. the Harry Potter novels as more than just a fun read, head to Ohio <laughs> State to spend good money exploring the larger themes within the seven-book series. But There's see, that's, that's it. Spending good was, money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there was a Simpson course that they ran at uh, uh, Fanshawe that was like understanding Simpsons and pop culture and, and satire. I mean, I could see that, right? It's so yeah. pervasive of the pop culture world and is so influential yeah. in so many ways that yeah. it's so cool. You know, if you're taking a, a pretty easy degree in something like that, I can see it being a course. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So uh, I hope that was a fun little journey down uh, community memory lane as well as uh, taking a look at what's available at some community colleges. Yeah, it's yeah. And I won. So yeah, thank congratulations. you. Congratulations, Nate. <laughs> I've yeah. been waiting for it. Well, Come I, on. I haven't, I, I've like seen like two seasons and like I totally <laughs> forgot. Uh, listen, like, oh, this is gonna be great. We'll be like pretty close. Nine. Uh, listen, we uh, listen, we Ugh. we started out strong. We we ran into a little bit of trouble there in the end, but uh, I think we really uh, we really picked it up. The team really, you know, we hurried hard and we we made yeah, it happen. You, you know, so, you don't um, look sweaty enough on uh, <laughs> Facetime. <laughs> well, I need a towel. What course did you learn that from? There, the science of being a smartass. Uh, no, but <laughs> congratulations. Seventeen out of twenty is excellent. That's a that's a very Thank impressive you. score. I th I thought it would be a little bit more difficult than that. So well done. Very cool. Awesome. Or maybe I'm just great at it. So Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, that's all, folks. We have graduated from another episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, as always, five stars is the lowest rating you can give us. Uh, and you can trust our math on that. Uh, we are Geek-Centric, <laughs> and you can be too, which means you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com 
forward slash Geekcentric. Uh, we're le- releasing new episodes from the comfort of our homes um, as often as we can, so be sure to check those out when they, uh, when they drop. You can also follow us on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and follow us on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. Uh, don't forget, you can also catch Nate's live gaming stream every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Is that correct, Nate? That's that's right. If you want an education in how to fail at video games, <laughs> come check me out at twitch.tv slash... I wonder if that's a course, how to fail at video games. Twitch.tv slash NatePlaysGames. Again, twitch.tv slash NatePlaysGames. Check it out. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, go say hi, hang out, and watch him play some games. Uh, Justin, Nate, thank you so much for joining me for today's educational and informative episode. Thank um, you. Yeah. Who's who's who, who's hosting the uh, this bad boy next week? I believe I am. Beautiful. Be awesome. Do we uh, yeah, do we yeah. know what the topic of the show is yet, or is that going to be a mystery for everybody? Uh, that's going to be a mystery for everyone. Cool, cool. I think we got to figure out. We what got we're a week do to figure then... it out. So, uh, guys, yeah. definitely be sure to check us out next week when J Law takes us on uh, an adventure of his own. Uh, until then, as always, love ya. Stay home safe. Peace. Woo.